You are tuning in to the Siblings Take On podcast, a podcast where two siblings discuss everything from careers, sports, relationships, pop culture, reality TV, race, anything that pops into their little heads to see if their differences in gender, marital status, and the generations they grew up in impact their view on all of these topics. Your first host is Jennifer, the Gen Xer who is divorced and traveling the world as a digital nomad with her second husband, Scuba Steve. Your second host is Jared, the married, millennial, first-time dad living his best life in the East Coast. Tune in as siblings agree, agree to disagree, laugh, and tackle all of these subjects in a way that only two siblings who adore the heck out of each other can do. Enjoy. Welcome to Siblings Take on Maths with me, the divorced Gen X sister who is traveling the world and finding time in our busy, busy schedules to meet with my married first time dad, millennial little brother, as we talk about this dumb reality show, Married at First Sight. What you do? What's going on, little brother? Oh, what is up? What is up? Um, as I'm a first-time dad, I have first-time tennis elbow holding <laughs> my child. Um, just got back from seeing my orthopedics for uh, uh, getting a, a steroid injection mm. uh, for my so I can do things like hold my child without cringing in pain. Mm. Um, so that's what's going on. Um, that's enough about me. Let's talk about these crazy-ass people these uh, i am ready i've been anxiously waiting i don't even know where to start um should we save the best for last and leave lauren and orion for last or you want to dive in with our favorite couple let's 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 (coughs) dive in with favorite couple let's let's talk about them and the episode and we'll save the upcoming stuff for the end because that's where it gets juicy with them (laughs) Juicy, juicy. All right. Well, our favorite couple, they started out really, really well. I think that they had, I love Lauren so much. I hope she, um, I don't know. I hope all, whatever she went on the show for, I hope she gets all of her flowers for this because she's just like a sweet, nice person the whole time they were dancing and she's, and they were doing cultural things from his culture. And she's like, well, what does this mean? And oh, I like this. Oh, this is fun. Although I have this point out that my white partner scuba steve was like so are they gonna jump the room are they gonna jump the broom like they're doing all of this cultural native american stuff like where are they jumping the broom and i was like you know what what you are right they jumped the broom at the ceremony did they- their wedding ceremony they did not but i ain't jumping the broom at mine i don't think you jumped the broom at yours either i absolutely did jump the broom at mine how yeah. dare you yes i, I was did. there i didn't well- remember that Clearly, you were drinking and doing something else. We jumped the broom at my wedding because oh, I had I the broom the in my house. Yeah, yes. I did not jump the broom at mine. Um, but remember, she, Lauren is blackety black. So I had yeah, expectations yeah, yeah. that this was going to be like a blackety black thing that happened. And she's, she's it never happened. She's black on TV right now trying to get exposure. You can't be super black on TV in a, in a, in a white man's world. We know that. <laughs> dad would be very proud of you for saying this <laughs> but no i liked her she was doing really well her dress was sweet and i liked at one point when they were dancing and she goes uh when they were done and everybody started clapping she's like oh i forgot you guys were here <laughs> so yeah. she's just so sweet and she's taking this process so seriously like i feel like any future person that goes on this show should really use her as a model like this is how you approach the situation but see, I I disagree with you there. Why? Yeah. It's, it's day one. Like, of of course she's gonna be nice and in the moment and excited. I I wouldn't view her as the model. I still think the model for going on the show is still Nicole from Nashville because she was very open and vulnerable and all those things like that. That to me is the way to do it. Um, How is? Lauren not being open. I think she's being super open. What are you talking about? She's open, but I just feel like she's right now it's it's her wedding day. She's in the moment. She's enjoying it. She's not she 
it, it's hard to, to say she's the model from her wedding day. That's all I'm really trying to say. Like, okay. Yeah, she's having a good time at her wedding. Cool. It's a party. Like, who's not going to have fun at a party? But it's more than just the party. It, it's how she is invested in her now husband in terms mm-hmm. of asking him questions and um, being really gentle about their differences and, you know, and being really honest. Like she says to him that she's never dated outside of a race and all of that stuff. And, and even when she's talking to, um, was it That's his sister? Because, I mean, uh, you know, I, I rarely dated within my race. I did one time. Uh oh. My 36 years of living. <laughs> and how did that go? Oh, it, it was, it was, it was, I, it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> what happened? So, this is fun. Detour. Um, we, we were just different. We had different aspirations and goals, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't there for that. Well, how did you even meet this person to go out on a date? Uh, friend of a friend. Um, okay. It was a what? high school dance, and one of my old classmates was at my high school dance, and she brought her friend who I ended up meeting and dating, and it was cool, but it wasn't wasn't what it was supposed to be. So I went back to I I pulled the TLC and uh, took to the rivers and lakes that I was used to. I, <laughs> you're a hot mess. I am. So, but was it one of those situations where y'all had like nothing in common? It was like, oh, you're black, she's black. I'm gonna put you guys together. Uh, no, we we kind of met just, and we vibed. Like the night we met, it was awesome. We had a good time, and then we're like, oh, this could turn into something, and then. It evolved into this is awful. I'm never doing this again. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, controversial take. We we talking about Barack Obama before. I feel like this is the controversy right here. <laughs> no, I mean no. There there are people out there that that are that are worth it. But like me personally, if I had met Lauren um, on there, yeah, I'd go after Lauren as a. a, a as a love interest yeah she's cute um, she seems like she seems like my type of person yes uh, she's probably too tall for you so far. oh hell yeah no, <laughs> no. she's she's what 511 i think so she's really yeah, tall that's, that's that's too tall for me <laughs> i don't i don't mind tall drinks of water that's dad would put in. but uh but yeah she's too tall i can't be like what's up you know <laughs> I dated a guy. Sh- <laughs> I dated a guy shorter than me, um, uh, probably twice. Once in junior high, uh, what's up, Greg Stowe, and once in. Did you put him on blast like that. I said blast. junior high. Who's who's being blasted in junior high? Um, your wife might hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your husband dated a black chick. Woo. Um, and. Uh, the first guy that I went on a date with after I got divorced. I, oh, I take that back. The second, because Steve was the first. The second guy I went on a date with after I got divorced um, was from Pennsylvania and Italian. And I think it was real like, oh, you got big dick energy. You like, you got a big personality. And I realized on his dating profile, he didn't have his height. And so I asked him and he was like, oh, really? Is this going to be a thing? Like girls are always uh, so obsessed with this. I'm like, no, I I don't care. I just want to (laughs) know. And he's like, oh, I'm this tall. And he was shorter than me. And it's like, okay, I just know not to wear heels. He's like, no, wear heels if you want to. Okay. Well, if you're confident with me doing it, I have zero problem with you being shorter than me. So I've done it twice. Was he, was he five? Was he taller than five, five? Um, I am. Well, I'm apparently according to Scuba Steve, I'm delusional about my height. I used to think I was I <laughs> wow. Sure. Just, just outside. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought I was five eight. Um, and he was shorter than me. So apparently I'm five six and he's what? shorter than me. No, you're uh, definitely my height. My doctor said I'm five six. If you're five six, I'm five six. I'm five, <laughs> you're five, like, six. I'm I refuse to go any lower than that. Um no, so I'm not five six. Like I know that to be true. So he's what the kids measure differently in Brazil. So. 
I think he's what the kids today call a short king, but yeah, mm. he was fun. Anywho, um, I well then I I feel like I have to confess too that I have never dated a black man, but I don't think it's my fault. I think they don't they have I've never been asked not correctly. I've never been asked officially. I haven't been asked. I haven't been not catcalled. Well, well, let me let me ask you this since we're on the on the subject. I mean, yes, we're, we're both similar in our in our relationships. Um. Was that a product of your environment being in the in the SoCal uh, uh, environment? Was that because of that you you weren't exposed to people uh, within our race, or um, was it just not? Did it just, did it just not happen? That is an excellent question. Um, and I think to I went to school with the same people like I think you did too I mean we're differently I think you went to the same school with a lot through grades Mm -hmm. through all the grades but my schools my high school middle school and junior high were all within like I don't know a 10 mile radius of each other so I went with the kids with the same school from elementary school to high school with the same kids um I don't know I think that when I was in elementary school back in the 80s is when California created the gifted and talented program and it was a way of helping to integrate or to get more um, students of color into the advanced program and so I don't know how I got picked I don't remember being a particularly intelligent kid but I was in the gate classes oh you're so sweet so I was in the gate classes which meant there was me and maybe like two black girls two black guys and then like asians and whatever so our class was really mixed but we were in in elementary school you were the same kids all day and i had the same teacher all day and you know when you grow up who do you end up talking like i i talk like my teacher um and i wasn't in the class with any other black kids other than the two that was that were in my class and one of them died so i just it just i i don't know i think i just grew up in this sequestered area and then when I tried to interact with black kids I had a black friend growing up ginger I don't know if you remember ginger um so ginger and I spent a lot of you were real little when she came she came to visit uh she came to me with me to New York one year but you were super little oh okay um so I did have black friends but I think that I always got pigeonholed as that white girl and I don't know if it's because of the way I talk and then as you get excluded from the black community, then I, you know, I started playing soccer and I started swimming and playing water polo. And, you know, I was the only person. As I say, pseudo white sports. Actually, <laughs> totally white sports. And so I think I was just in those spaces all the time that people, I just wasn't around a lot of black people. And I got pigeonholed by black people as being white. You know, you're, you're an uncle Tom and you're, mm-hmm. you're, all that stuff so i i just think i was never in spaces where i was around a lot of black people and then so for black people that don't know me i think if they're looking from the outside looking in if they see me hanging out with a bunch of white people i think they assume that i'm am not interested so i just i was just never in a space i think for people or black men to approach me and so i mean i don't get hit on a ton anyway but i don't think uh i don't know that's a very good question i've never turned a serious date request down and when i was uh dating after i got divorced i opened up to black men and i just never they didn't ask me out so i don't know good question i feel that i feel that yeah. I mean, for me it was definitely my environment yes i grew up in a uh multicultural neighborhood mm-hmm. my, my part of town was very diverse uh, but my school where I went uh, not so much was, was definitely not <laughs> so, and it, it kind of hurt me in terms of um like breaks like like the school breaks mm-hmm. when I was off the kids in my neighborhood were in school and vice versa uh, okay. I really didn't hang out with I didn't get a chance to hang out with the kids in my neighborhood because we were not off at the same time and then summertime I was on vacation or athletics like so yeah it for me it's environment and then you know by the time i hit college 
you know, I went to a predominantly white university. Mm-hmm. Same. But it was still, there's still minorities there. I just never really was like, hey, you're cool. It never kind of, I never was, a, I was attracted to, to people within our race, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it was reciprocated for whatever reason. Right. I, I didn't hit that, that mark for them, which is right. fine because I turned out great. My wife is amazing. <laughs> you know, they're lost. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, and I, I feel like I tried. Like in high school, I tried to join the Black Student Union, and they were like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "Well, that's a weird mm-hmm. question." And then when I got to college, actually, the same um, year that I joined my sorority, the there was a Black historically Black sorority starting the same time as my um, NPC sorority was starting. Um, and so I was gonna go to the historically black one and I was like, oh great, I'm gonna, you know, start this tradition because my aunt is a Delta and I was like, oh, all right, I'm gonna continue the tradition of my family. And mm-hmm. they I got to the meetings and it was really like, well, what are you doing here? I'm like, how do I how do you even know me? Like I've never met you. Why are you concerned about why I'm here? And so I felt like eh, if I'm gonna be in a small organization where we're gonna be doing a lot of work together. And I'm going to be challenged. You know, I'm not going to always, I'm not going to feel, I didn't feel like a sister from the beginning. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to put myself in that situation. You, weren't, you didn't feel accepted, right? Away. Right, right. From the jump. Like, I we, I didn't even say, I think I said hello. And they were like, what are you doing here? I'm like, wait, how did this happen? I don't even know you. You didn't sound like that. Yeah, right. no, I guess. I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, there we go. Interesting. So, just a little inside in the two of us as we get back yeah. to lauren and orion i vehemently disagree with you and i don't know if we're ever going to agree with you agree about lauren i think she i think you just have a special place in your heart in your pants for nicole um oh, i think I, they're this i think they're the same that's not a that's not a, I'm, i will never hide from that nicole is definitely uh, uh <laughs> up there on that on that scale um but uh but no, she was definitely more vulnerable. Hmm. Like talking about how the people she was with put cigarettes on her, like that kind of vulnerability. She did that at the wedding. She didn't do no, that at the no, wedding. She did that, she did that. She did that like on the honeymoon, though. Right. Well, Lauren hasn't. Lauren hasn't I'm, gotten that far. That that that's why I'm saying I will. I'm not gonna put that label on Lauren yet because we haven't seen that yet. You're putting that label on to me just an episode or two too early because in addition to having these very open conversations with orion even when orion's sister asked her like I are you worried about anything love bronte <laughs> love her. and was oh it God. was it the girl in the suit thing that did it for you no i love her from the jump she just has this, this whole like vibe about her she just seems to just be like that sister that you can like like you like you just want to hang out with yeah like, buddy you just, i just love that about her she's like yeah i'm here for my brother and i'm also like that chick that can vibe with his friends and not be like oh that's his sister don't don't say anything about her. she's there to just be the cool person um but yeah no the the conversation between her and lauren and bronte and i think dominic is his other friend I'm not sure. I might be getting the the friends messed up there. But that circle, Mm -hmm. great conversation. What what are your warning signs? And and actually, my wife said, oh, if she's saying she's not confrontational, she's going to be confrontational. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how it is in my my wife's eyes. And I was like, "Ah, you're pretty good about this. So I'm I'm going to go with you on this one. So... Um, I could see it. It's it's fascinating to see what's gonna happen next. Yeah. But and then Orion. I still love them. I still I still think they're gonna go far. Oh but no, Orion, Orion dropped Orion. that fucking ball. <laughs> what the yeah. hell, dude? <laughs> no, I mean he didn't. I think her dad just had over the top expectations of his vocabulary. What? Like. Yes, I'll explain. Please do. Orion was saying what his goals and dreams were. Like, just because he didn't say we doesn't mean he's not thinking, oh, 
oh, I want us to live on the west, on the on the on the east coast. Like he's got dreams of having a a, a two household situation, whether you're in New York or in Colorado, like like the snowbirds do. You live in Florida and New York. It happens. He was just saying, this is what I want. This is what I can see. Things are going to change as your relationship develops. Their relationship at that point in time was two hours old. There's no way you're going to be like, oh, yeah, where are we now? You you don't automatically go from a, from a me to a we when you just met two hours ago. That's all I'm saying. So I don't think he dropped the ball. I think her dad just had high expectations of his vocabulary choices and I will defend Orion from that standpoint but what confused me about Orion was you have your general contract licenses in New York but not in Colorado where you live that's where I was like that's confusing like if you're if you're gonna be in if you're gonna be a GC in New York you, you need to be in New York if you're gonna do all the things you need to be in New York yep. if you're gonna do both fine do both but make sure you say that like, I'm licensed in both places so I can work in both places because what it sounded like and I think what you're going to get to is it sounds like they're going to up and move as soon as the show's over and run to New York and uh, Papa Lauren is like no my daughter's staying here in Denver you're out of your ass mine <laughs> um, so that's where he may have dropped the ball, but in terms of the way he was explaining things, I give him a pass. Sir, you are a girl dad. If you're, oh, if, listen, you're listen. if your oh, daughter... Rapunzel, okay? <laughs> <laughs> She's Rapunzel. If your daughter brings home some guy and he's like, yeah, I live here now, but I plan on moving somewhere else and... Da, 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 and I don't date in my culture because I don't like to be bossed around like all of the, these are red flags that you as a dad should be like what because they're there and you know and you know this better than anybody that there's a way to approach a woman's father and this ain't it there's some things you there's some things you say to a girl's dad whether you know her for three hours or you know him for three hours or not there's some things you say to a dad and there's things you don't say to a dad. And all of this is things you don't say to a dad. I would rather be honest in this situation. Because, you know, every, all of this is weird. But this whole thing is weird. So I just be raw. I'm like, bro, this, this, is what I'm, this, is, this is who I am. Like, granted, the whole matriarchy thing, like, I don't like boss around. Yes, that to me is a red flag. But I also heard what he was saying. Like, that's his culture. His culture is a matriarchal culture. So he's like, I'm tired of this. I'm going to go do something else and not be within my culture because I have to be subservient to the matriarch of my potential my potential family. And I dealt with that my whole life. I want something different out of life is how he was, tr- what he was trying to say, but botched it. Um, so, yes, my daughter would never bring <laughs> someone male or female non-binary whatever they're going to be in the future good call that with with that with that foolishness because she'll know better by the way i just want to shameless plug she runs my daughter runs her daycare every time <laughs> i go to pick her up or drop her off oh there's the smiley princess the princess is in the building i'm like Yo, she's been here three weeks. Like, what do y'all? <laughs> all y'all say this about her? She been having an ego. She's five months old. What are y'all doing? Hey, hey, it's them dimples. It's that smile. She's it, got. It really is though. It's crazy. She's... I'm like, she's, she's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. I love it. She really is. She she gonna be a problem. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> you. Look. You're going to have to live it. You're going to be homeschooled because I'm going to school you and work at the same time. All, all your friends are going to be your toys. Like, you're going to have Buzz and Woody hanging out. Yep, that's it. Mm-mm. Uh, no, she won't no, be out there not. in the world like her dad. Just yeah. with tons of friends holding court. It's going to be adorable. 
It, it is. I'm 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 scared, but I'm I'm happy at the same time. She'll be living at home like Orion. <laughs> hey, no, my kids gonna be out by twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, she graduate college. Your ass is out. Period. Uh huh. We'll see. Done. We we got this on wax now. This is on wax now. We'll we'll come back in yep. twenty two years and yep. see if you're you're humming the same tune. I will be, unless she needs to be home. <laughs> mm-hmm. For an economic downturn, her ass is out. Okay, we'll see. You gotta grow up and on mature wax. And, and make and make mistakes. You can't make mistakes living at home. You can grow up and mature living at home. You just pay rent. No, it's not the same. Cause you. You, you pay rent to mom and dad. You can be late. There's no report to your credit if you pay mom and dad. Ah. Uh, okay. You know? You got to make those mistakes early. Speaking from personal experience? No. No. I've, I've been pretty good with... I've always been good with my my with my bills. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been uh, one to, to not pay bills on time. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that would have my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So... Yeah. Um. Yeah. Orion and Lauren. Just to put a put a put a, a pin in them and move on to the next couple. Uh. I still have high hopes for them. Um. I know the cutscenes in the uh future episodes of the upcoming on the season a little are a little rough for them. A but, little. I mean, they're a lot rough, but we'll get to that <laughs> at the at the end of this episode. I don't want to get into it because then we'll go on another tangent. Um. Yeah. Hmm. So, next couple, uh, let's talk about our New Zealand friend and his uh, uh, Claire. Is that who it is? Claire? That's Claire, the quad. Yeah, I, I love I love Claire. Claire is Claire is my number two crush on the season. Okay, so this means uh, you will remember her and stop mixing her up with Emily now. Yeah, okay. no, I loved her. I love them. Um, I I don't have hope for them. <laughs> But I just like them. Why don't you hope for them? A, he's way too tall and goofy for her. (laughs) Okay. Like, he's just a tall, gangly man. Um, And I think she's strong physically and emotionally. That's going to throw him off. Hmm. And the fact that he's essentially alone here in the States um, will bother her mm. and and her siblings yeah. are not are not cool with everything. The siblings are going to play a big role in the, the relationship. Yeah. It's one, the one sister who's doing the Cameron impression. Like, <laughs> she was wasted. <laughs> yeah, she was wasted, but you could tell she was not feeling it. <laughs> She was like, mm-hmm. Nope. Her family is weird. Like the one, I don't know if this is the same sister, but like the sister that walked down the aisle and pointed at him like, oh, damn, like who else would it be? Yeah. <laughs> what the you're, fuck? The, you're, you're the groom? You're the no, groom. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy who's just up here. I'm a placeholder for the grooms in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so weird. I was like, I don't know if she was nervous being on camera or she was already drunk, but I'm like, you were doing too much. Yeah. I think that, and I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, based on his reactions to some of the things, like when she said she was one of six kids and he's like, oh, that's a lot of kids. Like, I don't know. It's, it's going to go one way or the other where he's either going to be like, I'm away from my family and my family's in New Zealand. I, I cannot wait to be enveloped in this other family or it's going to be like, well, I got the fuck away from my family. I don't need to be around family this much. And every five minutes, a sister or a grandmother, or there's going to be some family event or a dog, you know what I mean? I feel like they're going to be super enmeshed in her family. And if he's looking for that, thumbs up if he's like i left new zealand to get away from these fools and i'm or at least i've i've been away long enough that i've i don't need that it's either gonna yeah i don't know it's either gonna drive him crazy or he's gonna it's gonna be nice to be a part of that i'm not really sure where he where he feels at this point i honestly think it's gonna be more of well i don't know it's too early to say on the wedding day 
Um, but I did like hearing that he's an American citizen, so it's not like a, oh he's got his citizenship. Like I, yeah. I mean, so that 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 was cool. Um, and then the the scene with her grandmother, absolutely adorable. Yeah, it was really cute. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what time of day did they get married that she is still awake? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had a Coke in front of her, so she had some caffeine. Yeah, I, I mean, the party usually gets started when Grandma goes to bed. That's the that <laughs> cardinal rule of weddings. When Grandma leaves, turn up. But right. Everyone be on, on your right behavior. And uh, I mean, But they also yeah. seem to have stuck her at a table at the back of the room, so maybe they weren't super concerned about her. <laughs> by her like, by herself. By herself. <laughs> like, she wasn't at a table at the front where she could see the dance floor. Like, they had to walk in the back of the room to see her, mm-hmm. so that's, that's rude as hell. So, no, I would put Grandma at the front where she could be near the dance floor, where she can go, cut up a rug if she wants to. I don't know if the music was too loud for her little grandma ears. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I thought, I peeped that they, were, they had her way at the back of the room, but it was very, very cute. I don't know. I could have been for recording for that's true for videography purposes or cinematography purposes yeah i don't know i i am with you i do not think that they're going to last i think one of the things that stuck out to me that i wanted to talk about or that it reminded me of is when she walked up the aisle or when when they met at the altar and he's like you're breathtaking and she goes uh oh you have an accent (laughs) It wasn't like you're cute too, or you look cute too, or whatever. And it reminded me of. He's not. He's not that attractive. He's not. Like, not really. He's tall he and he has good hair. Like, like she is like very attractive. Like, <laughs> she's, she, she's she is. All right. She's she's, she's all right. I don't like her eyeshadow. Um, but there was a on the on the on the, on the season. Yeah, there's none of the guy. I'm not attracted to any of these men. So. Because they're not attractive. Well, I think men. I think men in general. I mean, there's definitely outliers, but even living here in Brazil, I find myself going, "Oh my gosh, that girl's attractive. That girl's attractive." But there's not the men are not attractive, and like men don't dress for anything. I'm looking at these women here and the outfits that they're wearing. But like, what do you have to dress for to be to look good to feel good? Like you don't care what you're wearing. It's so strange that men. You know what I'm wearing right now? I'm wearing sweatpants, <laughs> a t-shirt. I feel fine. I feel great. I went out in public like this. But looking at couples, like the girl's got this like short skirt on and she's got this really intricately cut top and her makeup and her hair and she looks beautiful and her dude and just wearing like Converse. That? You know, you know, you know why she's doing that? Why for she people doing? like you to comment and for other females to be jealous. I Guys mean... don't give a shit. Unless I'm going to an event where I have to look good, like if I'm going to like a to like a wedding, yeah, I'll show out. But if I'm just gonna or like a New Year's Eve party, yeah, I'm gonna show out. But other than that, you gonna catch me in my chucks and some jeans. It's just uh, and men just three doors down teacher. Men just don't even try. Like there is no effort put out, and the ones that do look good are all gay. <laughs> But again, you mentioned cultures that have, there's like a hierarchy of status and appeal. Guys don't have to look good. Yeah. You know what guys have to do? Provide for their families and write checks. What about when they're single? You don't don't have to look good when you're single? Like, how are you going to get said family if you You look in a hot mess everywhere you go? Prime example. Oh gosh, I can't wait. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I have a prime example, so I'm gonna tell on myself. But that's okay. <laughs> it's so, not the first time. Nope, nope. I was 19 years old. I was home from college on a break. Over the summer, I had purchased a old Porsche for oh, Dad and I to repair. The Porsche. You know where this is going. I think you're on this. <laughs> So yeah, no. So I'm 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 home for for summer break. This this is when this took place. So I I purchased a Porsche a couple of weeks or a month beforehand, and I'm I'm out with friends, and we're having a good time, and I had to pay for my pizza at the local pizza spot, and I had I took my keys out to get to my cash. This is one of the rare times I I carried cash, 
but I had a Porsche key ring for the Porsche that was in my driveway. Notice how I said in my driveway. <laughs> um, but that key ring got me like 15 numbers in a week. That's how men do it. You were like, know, that reminds me of that episode of Friends where Joey had, he didn't have the car, but he had, uh, I think he had boxes under a tarp and he told people, ugh, watch that's Friends. That's all we need. You don't need to look good. Oh can I can I present like I can provide for you? Yes. All right. Guess what? Done deal. Do I have a good job? Yes. Okay. I was twenty three. I had a house. You know, people knew that about me. Practically no one except for my close friends. But when it was time to, you know, you know, it was getting late <laughs> at the club. It was like, want to come back to my place? Oh, you live with your mom and dad? Oh, great. Yeah, I'll come back. Easy. Easy. Yeah. That's, how, that's how we do it. Okay. Gross. My wife doesn't listen to it, so I don't <laughs> care. So, so you're good. Yeah. But it's facts. Ugh. Ugh. Can, can I talk? Yes. Can I pay for things? Yes. Do I have some semblance of, in, of independence? Yes done deal hmm. females from my perspective on the other hand have to look good uh-huh for men whoa uh-huh a, a for themselves b for men and c to make the other women in the vicinity a, a wee bit jealous i don't know if we do it to make other women jealous but i think there's definitely a there's definitely a I want to feel good about myself and I'll, uh, I want to be noticed. But I think that's also why other women gas other women up. Like if I see a woman out where she's looking good, I'll be like, oh, my God, or you look good. Your hair looks good. You look beautiful today because I know that there's effort put into this. Yet when a guy does it, we're assholes and perbs. But you know, I mean. well, because it's the way y'all do it. If you just say, if you simply yeah. say, <laughs> I like you look very nice today. I heard Steve, what he, what he said. <laughs> he's, he's listening to a podcast. He's not, he's oh, listening. Damn. <laughs> so he's, not, he's not on your side. He's listening to a podcast. <laughs> um, he, huh? Oh. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I forgot. I've lost my track of that. Anywho, let's get back to this show. Yes. The. Oh, what I was gonna say was that when Claire, when he, when Cameron says to Claire, "You're breathtaking," and she said, "Oh, you have an accent," it reminded me of a time that one of my, he's not gonna listen. One of my former students, um, was talking to me about his girlfriend and that she was moving to Austin, and one of the other, my other student as well, his girlfriend was gonna move as well, and so. The first one showed me pictures of his girl and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. You're so lucky. Oh my God. They, you know, you fawn all over the girl. And I was like, all right, guy number two, show me your girl. And he shows me his girl, her, his girl. And I was like, oh, she has curly hair. Because, <laughs> yeah, she had curly hair. <laughs> so that's what that reminded me of. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm with you. I don't think they're going to work. I think he's probably a little too serious. I think some of the things he said, I don't know if he's trying to be funny or if that's just what he thinks and how he thinks. Like when she says that she attracts codependent men and he's like, yeah, you look like somebody who would attract codependent men. It's like, what? Yeah. And no, you... <laughs> I, I agree with that. She's, she's got a very strong presence. Like. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Okay. I can see that. I don't know. He's weird and he's he is. white yeah, and he needs a tan. <laughs> he's weird and super white and needs a tan and I don't think he's very interesting. So I don't think they're going to last. Okay. Now, <laughs> I think we have one couple left. No, we have two. We have two. Okay. Um, Austin and Becca are awesome. I love yes. them. They're fantastic. Yes. Becca's yep. my crush of the season. She just knows what she wants and has no problem communicating that. Um. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're gonna be good. Yep. For a while. Oh no. They're gonna hit a snag somewhere because that's what most couples do. But I, 
I, I, I have high hopes for them, and that's, that's as far as it's going to go. There was nothing really um, intriguing about them this I, episode. I really. don't. What do you think about them feeling like they married themselves? Is it a positive to have somebody that's so similar to you, or is it not a positive? Because you and your wife are very different. Me and Scuba Steve are very different from each other. So we're yeah, we're not no. we're not in situations where we we've married somebody that's extremely similar to ourselves. I've dated people similar to myself, and it was cool. It's cool when it's just the two of you. Mm. When it comes to like being in a group, that's where it gets awkward because you're identical. And it's like, all right, we're doing the same thing, we're saying the same thing. Like, we, we you want something different to like balance it out, but mm-hmm. you want to do the same thing over and over. That's what I love about being with my wife. She, she, she makes sure that I do things other than watch football and sports all the time, which is great. Like, I, I love doing that. But she makes sure that we go out and do other things that I still enjoy. But she makes sure that you know we we, we do that. And doing being with someone who's similar, it, no, no. Well, I guess I'm thinking of that couple that we went to the football game with. Was it Mike and what was his Mike wife? and Kelly? Mike and Kelly. Yeah. Like they seem real similar. But they're not. Like I know okay. them pretty pretty well. They're they're similar in terms of. They like to have fun. Mm-hmm. They're different in terms of like everything else. Like, like he cooks, he doesn't like that kind of stuff. Add a girl, I appreciate that. That's my that's my ministry. <laughs> um. So yeah, like, yeah, I I think they're too similar, which made them boring this this episode. Um. Because the the big highlight to me for their segment was she wasn't the photographer and that was awkward for her other than that i was like okay cool i nothing else was like oh we gotta talk about that yeah well i guess the one thing that which is to his benefit i don't see him having a problem with it is her friends talking about how sex positive she is and that she leads with sex and sex 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 and i think he was like sweet (laughs) so I think that's good for for him. I like Dude, that. What man's going to be like, nah. Right, nah. right. So this was to his benefit. I can't imagine him having a problem with any of that conversation. His mom may not like it, but he was like, sweet. Um, I love, love, love. I don't. I guess everybody else ate, but for some reason, she's the first bride in all of the seasons that I've watched where I feel like she's eating. Like, I like that the girl eats. Like, they were sitting there talking and she was, like, putting this food in her face. I'm sure other people have done it, but for some reason it stuck out to me that I was like, oh, I like my girl. My girl my girl is a girl of a certain size and she eats. I like her. I don't give a shit. I'm hungry. I feel I love that about her. The one thing that stood out to me, and I don't know how it's going to go long term, is his roommate saying to to becca that he doesn't finish projects so i don't know what that's going to mean long term but that stood out to me yeah but i mean i don't i don't really finish projects most of the time and that's got my wife nuts um (laughs) honestly but that's kind of uh i'm working on that on myself and uh um you know it's gonna it's gonna take time it's something that that's gonna evolve and uh, develop over time, so I I, I see no nothing wrong with that. Um, I I do feel awkward about them living together for what ten years or something. They they, they said something crazy. Him and Kayla. Him and Kayla living there for ten years. You tell me in ten years they never nothing. Mm. I mean, I said that from the beginning, but you know, yeah. I Becca didn't have a problem with it. So if Becca's cool with it, I'm cool with it. But I. I feel like something's going to come out throughout the season. Someone's going to ask the question. You're telling me you don't have one girlfriend, one friend that's a girl that is, it's only been platonic? Like, it oh, never... Yeah. I, I definitely do, but I also didn't live with her, though. But like, I'm saying that you could, whoever this mystery girl is, no, that you don't think no you'd live chance. with her? There's and no <laughs> chance that we'd live together. No, no. Zero. There's a zero out of zero possibility of that not happening. I had a guy roommate that I lived with when I lived in San Diego. Actually, I've had two guy roommates. Was he? Were they gay? Aha! <laughs> Aha! 
One, definitely not. He had a girlfriend. Um, oh, so he was all, but yeah, so he was already with someone. Yes. You, yeah, that's yes. different. That's the, different. If you're already with someone, well, you both can be single and tell me you, you, you that for 10 years. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying for a year, of course, a year, you can, you can get by a year, maybe a year and a half, but you're going to tell me 10 years and nothing happened between them and they're both single. Sorry. Okay. I don't buy it. Okay. I don't buy it. Okay. I got a bridge I, in Brooklyn. I can sell you. I th- I think it's possible. I think there there are men that I th- I think there are men that are truly are capable of putting a girl in a friend zone and are like I am not attracted to her. She's like my little sister. I I just don't and, feel it for her. I've seen her poop. I I just I mean it's possible. It's possible. Ten years. It's possible. There. I mean, yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's possible not for 10 years. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Not, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, yeah, the roommate thing might be an issue. Um, probably not, though. I, don't, I, I think he's a respectful man. I don't, I don't see him being an, an Elijah one or a, or a Mike from Boston. Where he's gonna lie about living with a female. Obviously, he didn't. She was at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And she um, already, and he told her. He yeah. told her right. I think it was one of the first things when they met up after the wedding. Mm-hmm. I think he told her that right away. Yeah. So I think he was very honest and open about it. But everything else, I mean, they they were a boring couple because they're the, the same. Um. So let's talk about my favorite couple of the episode i am very curious why emily and brennan are your favorite couple please pro- proceed emily is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> oh <Emily>. my god <laughs> emily season brought to you by alcoholics anonymous <laughs> yes exactly we need a 12 step program exhibit a not saying she's an alcoholic but boy was she uh, drunk <laughs> but we're- <laughs> yeah and i don't know if that would and i and this is a pattern like i realize Mm -hmm. it's it's a pattern in two situations where it's likely where you would be drunk so i'm gonna give her maybe a tiny little bit of a pass that yes you you are gonna drink at your bachelor party you are gonna drink at your wedding but she's fucking sloshed (laughs) in both of these situations you can see the progression of her getting drunk at the wedding all right she's definitely drinking you're like, all right, she's definitely drinking. Oh, she's slurring now. All right, she's she's now drunk. Like this is that that's just how it went for me. I was like, oh, this is gonna be their relationship, and she's never been in a relationship before, and she was explaining it to her friend, and I was just like, yeah, exactly what we thought. Like you were never in a situation, like you got to the third date. And you just never, you never got the title. Like, she never got the title. And I was talking to my wife about it while it happened. And she was like, yeah, that's a problem. If you don't have the title, who's at fault? I'm like, well, the common denominator in all those relationships is one person. And it's her. So, yeah, I just, she's fun. Like, she's fun. She she comes across as extremely self-centered. Mm-hmm. And I was yes. not extreme. I was not okay with that. I was like, that is not who I want to be around ever. I, I, yeah, it's just it's there's the there's a fine line between being confident and being an asshole. <laughs> like, and she always seems to teeter onto the asshole side for me um yeah i i do and again the drinking this leads me to believe that that might be the issue on her dates and it'd be curious to see if she's had dates where they didn't meet at a bar or they didn't they weren't at a music festival or concert like did you go to a did you have a date where y'all went to a play or what where you sat down and like just talked like i imagine all of her dates are like hey let's go to this pub and I'm going to have, because I think they show later at their at their honeymoon that they're sitting there having like six shots before they even go anywhere. Right. Yeah. So well, I'm I, wondering if that's think, that's her problem. Well, I'll, I'll give them a pass on the on the cut for the honeymoon 
because Chris and Nicole did that rum tasting. But this wasn't tasty. They were in their room. They was this were they were just taking shots in no, their room. I, I thought they were at like a taste like at a, at a uh, bar or something. Mm-mm, they were just in their room taking oh, shots. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. So I think we found the the reason why she didn't get past date number three because I think on your first date people will give you that. And actually the guy that I was talking about that I went on a date with after I got divorced, like my I was kind of nervous and we went to one um like a dueling piano bar. And, you know, you're drinking and having fun and whatever. And before I knew it, I was like, fuck, I'm hammered. <laughs> so if you're, if you're having a good time, yes, like having your margaritas or you're just, you know, there are cocktails involved and you don't realize how many cocktails you have, I'll give you a pass because you're just in the moment on your first date. But if you're fucking pounding six, seven shots on your first date, now that that's where I draw the line. Unless we're specifically there, like to do shots, which is no situation you're there to do shots. Right, but that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking is her issue is that you may start at a like, oh, hey, let's meet at a bar. Oh, we're having fun. She's a fun girl. Like I can imagine it on a first date. She's probably great. But then, so he invites her to the second date. And it's another drinking thing. And maybe you're doing darts or, or something. You're you're going to play in pool, whatever. And okay, we're drinking again. And that's fun. Okay, she's just a fun girl. Let me ask her out again. But after that third date, you're like, does she do anything other than drink? Right. I, I, that's my prediction as to why she she hasn't gotten past the third date. Speaking of first dates. Okay. What's your take on this whole Cheesecake Factory thing? <laughs> phenomenon about cheesecake at the cheesecake factory and i uh for anybody that does not know or has not seen the uh tiktok there is a woman who she's out on a first date and she starts recording for whatever reason but she refuses to get out of the car because her date has brought her to cheesecake factory and her shtick was that well i'm a beautiful woman and i deserve to, i deserve more than cheesecake factory and why didn't you take me to this restaurant turns out the guy's like well you're an hour late you know i sh- i got to your place and you were an hour late and so we missed our reservation so this is where i can get us in so this is on you sis um so from once i saw the whole thing i'm team guy because wait you were a team girl before I only saw a snippet of it. I just, it, I, yeah, oh, I, no. personally, I like Cheesecake Factory. So no, that I wasn't team girl because I'm, I'm Cheesecake Factory all day. But I assumed before I saw the video that she, because if you're bold enough to videotape your date, then I would assume she's the kind of woman that told him, hey, this is where I want to go. Which she must have because he made reservations at whatever fancy place she wanted to go to. So that's, where i was at first without having the full story i was like what happened like why i'm sure you told him you wanted to go somewhere else and he took you to cheesecake factory so i can see but once you see the whole video no she's 100 percent in the wrong but also my ex-husband proposed to me at cheesecake factory so i don't have a problem with cheesecake factory <laughs> i love cheesecake factory <laughs> is a very nice place i do i love it it's a great place to go on a date because they've got a thousand things on the menu so there's going to be something that your date likes like i think it's the best place to take a date when there's nine thousand things on the menu if she's vegan if she's lactose intolerant if she's whatever there's gonna be something on the menu last episode so i apologize for bringing it up again but it's such a riveting topic okay continue no like oh this topic just, just saying that we we did talk about it. I just want to apologize if we did. Sorry to bring it back up to our to our two listeners out there. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, you yeah, know, she came back to totally acceptable. I can't not see it. But I also come from New York, where first date for me is you know, let's meet at the diner, let's meet at you know X bar or whatever, like. The diner, Applebee. yeah, the, hell yeah, mm. the exact same reason. Ooh, I would make that. Vi- I would make a video if some dude took me to a diner Listen, on our first date. <laughs> I don't fucking know you. I don't know you well enough to take you to a to the Palm for a first date. That ain't happening. I feel like there's Not something in between the Palm. Uh, there's something in between Mastros and fucking the diner. And I'm thinking of the diner that Dad 
always like yeah. to go to. You take a girl go to, to that diner, diner. you take. I will shout them out. I'll take them to that <laughs> diner. I'll take them to the diner I worked at, which is no longer a diner. Um, I'll, I'll take. Yes, you will post up. You can get breakfast for dinner. No, not on a first date. You're not taking me to a fucking diner. So from that yeah. perspective, mm-hmm. I I'm that girl. We you don't have to take me to Mastro's, but we're not going to a diner on our first date. That will be our first and our last date if you take me and to a you fucking know, and diner. You know what's in the middle between there? Applebee's. Apple <laughs> so you're damn right. I can take you to Wendy's, which is one of my favorite <laughs> restaurants of all time. It's not but... a restaurant. <laughs> But I took you to the diner so you can get what you want. I can get what I want, and it won't cost me an arm and a leg. So that's why I that's why I'm okay with Cheesecake Factory. I think that that's a good first date and just variety. That's why the diners yeah. good. It's a it's a poor man's Cheesecake Factory. The diner <laughs> they got all the desserts. They got all the desserts. They got all the food, and they're well decorated. <laughs> I and, and the key phrase there you said it not me is the poor man's <laughs> yeah, the poor man's no <laughs> no for the, for the first date I'm not no. gonna fucking go out there and spend $200 on a girl I don't even know Hair- I, uh-uh. I, I, I did have a first date at a, at a Carabas once did not go well it was awful did you spend $200 no I didn't but the date was terrible and I I I I knew I spent money, but I got to eat good. So I was happy with that. <laughs> no, see, go. the only time a diner is appropriate on a first date is the end. Like, let's say we're we went to a concert or we're out playing pool, whatever. We're drunk and we just are vibing and we're enjoying each other's company. You want to get something to eat? Yep, let's go to a diner. That's when but it's appropriate a, on a first date. How is a concert a good first date? You're trying to get to know that person. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of time. There's hear you. If you get there early and you're talking while you're waiting for the opening act, or you want to Who see how to a concert early, seventy-five years old, your girl gets there early because a I want um I want some pre-concert drinks. I want to sit there and talk to my date or the person that I'm going there with. I want to people watch and see what people are wearing, and we can talk and gossip about the people that are there and just relax and i don't like running i don't like going to things late i am at the airport for an international flight they tell you to be there two and a half hours early i am there two and a half hours early i am being on time that's being on time i'm saying if the if the concert starts at seven i'm there at seven i'm not getting there at like 6 15 not happening no, no i'm getting there early having a cocktail sitting up finding my seat talking to the people around me like hey like no a concert's a great day so, i think one of was it our it wasn't our first date, but scuba steve and i on one of our early dates went to see a florida georgia line nelly concert early and, it, date. and it was early awesome cool. and it was awesome cool. early date no problem first date can't do it i'm not taking a date to, to the to the Creed reunion tour this summer. <laughs> Not happening. Which that's gonna be a great show. I'm trying to go. They're gonna be right down the street from the house. I'm trying to go. Ugh, R- Red Hot Chili Peppers are in Rio tomorrow. I was like, oh I wanna go. Up? I don't know if that works here. Anyway, we're not going because it's gonna we're three hours away from Rio and it's gonna be a thing getting there. Um I could look it up right now. Your girl Rachel from Houston is going on a first date to a concert so I just we're we're, t- we're two against one right now me and rachel i just don't against just you can't. like unless unless because technically my, my wife and i we did like we had a really interesting first date we did dinner we did a concert my 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 my, my friend's band was doing a show um we did that and we went to a movie all in one night that was our whole date okay but you literally started, huh okay we so started at dinner i'm not saying concert is the only thing but it's part of the date but it okay as long as it's part of the date it's not yeah. like the main event oh i'm well it, it, you go to dinner and then you go to concert yeah fair fair cool okay we finally agree cool. shoot yeah, i can t- no. i can take that off I, of the list of things we're debating about on this <laughs> episode like, hey, i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna meet you at the the concert 
and we're gonna have a good time. We're I gonna mean, be up before the concert and just do the concert, and then if the concert goes well, we'll, we'll do the dining after. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Hmm. That's what. I, that, that's. I think that, that's that's where I'm coming from. I must be hungry because we keep talking about diner and now I just want French fries. I'm starving. <laughs> I have a meeting in 10 minutes. All right. With that, we will close out this episode. Whoa, uh, whoa, I got oh, I, we got time. No, okay, don't, okay, don't rush me. Don't rush me. <laughs> Bye, Beth. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this clip, this Lauren Orion clip hanging thing this, that is over our heads. Of upcoming on, every couple gets into a fight. And they're all crying somewhere, shape, or form. Somewhere in the season, someone's crying about something. But Orion and Lauren have the what I can, what might be a maths first, at least from my watching time frame, is a maths first. Um, Lauren sleeps with another person? I like how you said person because we don't know if it's a man or a woman. Right. But and that's where I'm kind of confused, not knowing the facts. We're just going off the, the off the the edit cut here. Yeah, they're they're both sexually fluid people. Yes. So you'd think it'd be acceptable, based on their self-proclaimed sexual fluidity. Um. So. Well, it I'm goes. Excited it goes. It yeah, goes. it'll be interesting. I'm surprised that it happened and. It, her hair is different. I can't tell if it happens on the honeymoon or if it's just early in there. If, I, if I can't tell when it happens. That's fucked up. Period. Period. I don't know. I've done some questionable things in my life, but not, <laughs> not on your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what the timing is. It'll be interesting to see if they discussed because I could see the two of them being like, oh, we have an open marriage or, or I want an open marriage, especially if he's going to be in New York half of the time. Like I could see them having that conversation, but maybe not the details, maybe not finalizing the logistics of what that meant and him being unhappy and surprised. Do you think they're going to make it to the end? Depends on how this goes. I would mm-hmm. love for them to make it. My, my initial thought was they'd make it. But if she sleeps with somebody and it wasn't like a mutual, like, understand, like, hey, I'm going to do this. But it's just, like, I know this is terrible. People are going to, you know, cancel me for saying it's just sex. Um, But, yeah, exactly. No. Like, <laughs> um, but that's no. how some people think of it like that. Oh, mm. it's just sex. It means nothing. There's no emotion attached to it. Like, unless that's their mutual agreement, like. I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they have a mutual agreement, and I, I'm excited to see how everyone kind of plays out. But what also caught me from this clip is from the from the upcoming clip here is Claire and Brennan are at dinner. Not Claire and Brennan, Emily and Brennan. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you don't have them straight. I thought you I thought you had it. The the, the self centered one. <laughs> the Brennan. drunk. Yeah, the drunk and Brennan. Um, get into an argument, and she's like, "Did I make the? Did I not make the right decision here?" And she storms off. So, I I I can't wait to find out what that conversation is about. And then Claire and Cameron. Cameron, I want to say Owen for some reason. Um, um, they get into an argument. She's like, "Don't talk to me like that, or, or, or you're gonna get on my nerves, or that that pisses me off, or something." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where that goes. But a lot of this happens like poolside. So I'm wondering if their apartment complex has a pool. Probably. Or, or Although it's apartment. January. Right. So is it, a, is it an indoor hot tub? Like what? what's going on? No, so no, no. I, I'm really excited for this season. I, I, I look forward to this season. Um, I know our boy Michael, um, they show him get uh, getting the opportunity to, to get a, a – part two at this so we'll see how that goes um but i'm thrilled this season's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of twists and turns a lot of uh uh self-discovery for the participants and for uh 
us, the viewers, as we see ourselves in them in different parts. Mm -hmm. so I can't wait to see how this goes. Um, but yeah, let's let's end it on that. Um, we'll do this again next week. So please tune in to Siblings Take on Maps with me, the <laughs> married, uh, apparently millennial uh, little brother um, with boomer tendencies and the uh, divorcee traveling the world uh, older sister who is apparently Gen X with uh, 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 Gen Z tendencies. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a well, gen okay. I'm a Gen okay. X with a with a millennial moon rising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with, a, with a millennial moon moon rising for sure. With a waxing crescent moon, moon uh, uh, Gen Z over there. All right. Um. So thank you again for tuning in. If you want to ask us questions or have us talk about a, a specific topic, email us at siblings take on podcast at gmail.com um that's it for this week thanks everyone bye thank you so much for listening to this episode of siblings take on be sure to rate and subscribe anywhere you receive your podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations for future topics, feel free to send it to us at siblingstakeonpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.